Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan, and I'm here with my co-host, Alvin Williams. How you doing? Well, uh, we're going to talk about Black Panther, so... They know what we're here for. Let's unpack. <laughs> so what were, what were your thoughts on Black Panther? Um, it was just phenomenal, man. Um, it's, it's new, something, a new vibe for Marvel, it's a new vibe for the whole film industry, and so if you have not seen it, you should definitely go see it. Um, today is Sunday mm-hmm. of the opening week, so hopefully everybody who's watching this or listening to this has had time to go see it. If not, sorry, there's some spoilers, so I'm going to just tell you that right now. So <laughs> You don't want to watch this right <laughs> so now. So don't come back until you've seen the movie. It's much more fun when you can enjoy us talking about all the plot details. Definitely. What would you think about it? I think it is the best Marvel movie like ever made. Right now, it's the best Marvel movie. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> on what uh, on what axis of it makes it the best Marvel? Uh, I think because it's super it's super serious mm-hmm. and it feels realistic. Even though there's like some fantasy elements, I feel like if I went on CNN right now, there could be a pre- or a press conference about what kind of existing for real. <laughs> they could they definitely you know could. but we're not gonna get to the end of the movie but but quick question just on the presence of how serious and uh maybe mature the movie is yeah um let's see the last movie marvel came out with was Thor, correct yep and that was one of the more comedic movies of its time mm-hmm. so for marvel to go from comedic to straight like serious it's a big change <laughs> but to me that shows the the, the the power of Marvel, they can do whatever genre they want to do, like Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Like, if we really think about the Thor movies, the first one, it's funny, right. but it's got some dramatic elements in it, and it was a nice mix. And then Thor The Dark World kind of went super serious, right. and it didn't really work. People weren't really feeling it. And then the third one, they kind of came back and made it like straight up comedic. comedic. Yes. And it worked to that movie's favor. With Black Panther, it feels like they're going towards before they got bought by Disney which was Iron Man 1 and The Incredible Hulk. And if you watch those two movies, those are very serious movies, but they have comedic elements in them, but not as much as after Disney bought them. And then Iron Man 2 came out, and it was, like, much more fun. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So, when you first viewed the plot of uh, Black Panther, how did you feel? Oh, I I thought it was going to go... A completely different direction, you know, because it's Marvel, and I'm like, all right, they're gonna do this, that, blah, blah, blah. Like, I thought uh, Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger, was gonna be like a secondary villain, kind of cliche, a cliche bad guy, you know, like, I wanna get into Wakanda, yeah, and you know, like, take their resources and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it was definitely not that. And not that at all. Like, in, in some aspect, uh, with Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger, do you actually view him as a villain? Well, it's okay. This is, where, <laughs> this, this, is what, this is what makes the movie better than most superhero movies is that I feel the bad guy in this, I understand where he's coming from, you know, on multiple different levels. One, as a black man, I think there's a lot of audience members that watch this movie that are going to relate on some level to Killmongers. Yeah, there's no, there's no way you cannot watch this movie and not relate. Whether you, I, I feel whether you're black, white, true, but you know, and, you know, <laughs> any aspect of life, you can definitely relate. To, to me, he's kind of like the bishop 
of the Marvel Universe, like from a Juice. He's kind of that guy, sort of, except he's not like power hungry and crazy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he kind of like has this, like he's a product of his environment. Right. And that's all he, he like kind of knows. And, and it's, it's, it was hard for me because in the theater I got emotional during certain scenes. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna unpack the movie. Let's start. <laughs> let's let's start. Let's start from the beginning. From the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning. So from the, the beginning of the movie, they tell you, uh, you know, Wakanda is this rich uh, place in Africa where this you know meteor hit mm-hmm. vibranium and the tribes were at war and right. then somebody just got the bright idea to eat this herb and mm-hmm. then they got super strong. <laughs> with chipping balls and right. stuff. <laughs> and we got three out of the four tribes to mm-hmm. connect together. Mm-hmm. And then the other tribe went on in the mountain. Which is cool. I, I, I thought that was dope. It's kind of like Game of Thrones, sort of, but for black people. <laughs> I'm part of the 1% that never watched Game of Thrones, so I apologize. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you'll get on it. I'm going to get you on it. But, you know, I think uh, it was cool. When they just had that little backstory and then, you know, opened up with the uh, T'Challa going on that mission to get his uh, his girl, uh, Lupita Nyong'o's right, right, right. character, which was a cool way to open because, you know, he just, it just put him into the foray and just showed him, you know, being Black Panther kicking butt. Definitely. You know, and uh, set up a good banter with his uh, right hand woman played by a uh, I am blanking. It's I got to see. I'm I'm not gonna lie. We got the names of, of these act, actresses and actors. Uh, Denai Guerra, yes, uh, as Okoye. Yes. See how I said that? Okoye. Oh, 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 nice on Okoye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she was <laughs> she was pretty. Uh, she was pretty great, especially when she was like, "Don't freeze." Yeah. And he was like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> I never freeze." Yes. I mean, it, it, it definitely brought us right where we left off from his father dying. And like mm-hmm. you said, him taking over to being the Black Panther. And um, even with the Don't Freeze, uh, I like the way they introduced this, this, the princess as well. His oh, sister. His sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gave you a good, uh, I don't know, a good banter between them and like where they... I think the way this movie worked is they really did a good job of like explaining people's relationships without having to, like, right. have them say it. Right. Like, Narrate it. Yeah, like, he wasn't like, oh, you're my little sister mm-hmm. after all. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that. It was just like, oh, hey, shit. Like, and, yes. you know, and she was like, oh, hey, King. And, King, and he was just like, oh, stop it. <laughs> you know, and, it, and like, even with the, the uh, Lupita's character between uh, uh, Nakia and, uh, and T'Challa, mm-hmm. like, they, they don't really beat you over the head that they used to be in a relationship. Right. Like from the moment he sees her, he's just right. like, "Hi," and then it's kind of like an awkward thing, and it was just it like they really set up the character dynamics really well. Definitely, they definitely showed the uh, power of the women as well. It's not just a manly man's film. As much as I want to just give it to you, but you gotta respect the women in this film as well. Yeah, because they hold their own. Yeah. <laughs> also, the flashback at the beginning where they show uh uh the the actor from a uh, This Is Us. Uh, you know, getting the straps, getting the guns, mm-hmm. and uh, Prince T'Chaka shows up, or King T'Chaka King actually T'Chaka, yes. shows up. Father. Yeah, and then they just dip out, and there's like a bunch of kids looking at the Wakanda ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, like at first when I saw that scene, I was like, okay, this is this is interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know where this is going, and uh, 
you know, it unra- unravels later on in the movie. Definitely. And then we're introduced to... I mean, it's just like nuggets. It's so many everywhere. nuggets. Yeah, it's it's so many everywhere. Nuggets I really enjoyed uh, T'Challa's, uh, I don't know, uh, fight for the crown. Uh, you the know, first one? Yeah, the first, the, yeah, the, the first one. When it was just like, hey, is there anybody that thinks that he shouldn't be king? And right. then, you know, the Jabari clan shows up. And I'm going to tell you, I know a lot of people who I feel like could be a part of the Jabari clan. There's a lot of Jabari, not you, not you, but there's a lot of Jabari dudes out there like that act exactly like Jabari. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering, like... Not going to lie, hold on. When, when, he said, hey, you don't speak. And then the white guy kept speaking. He's like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, oh see, was, I'm going to use that to cut somebody off one time. Yeah. I'm going to do this it. This movie is going to, the, the way I think this movie is going to go, it's going to be a, a trendsetter. People are going to start wearing Wakandan type inspired clothing. They're going to start doing So You remember the scene where they like are starting to shave? <laughs> like when uh, when uh, they give, oh, to, the fight, yeah, yeah. When they give to Child the thing, uh, the elixir to take his powers away. Mm-hmm. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> even like, it was a lot of people in the theater going, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it was kind of dope. I mean, it, made, it makes you. Want, I wanted to be like in the water with them, like <laughs> on the waterfall. Like that's how well like the movie was shot to me. Yeah, it really showed. It really portrayed African culture, no matter how like fake or realistic certain aspects were. It really made it seem cool. Definitely, and definitely. that's a first in cinematic history, I think. Definitely. You know. So, um, as far as his uh, back to his fight, the first fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he saved him. He didn't kill oh, him. Oh, M'Baku. Yeah, yes. yeah, How he came back from that was very, like, it really made you go, like, yes, because, like, he was losing the fight, and then uh, they're like, come on, show him who you mm-hmm. are. And he's like, I am Prince T'Challa. And it was just like, yeah, like, it felt very, like, it felt like a Disney moment, but a cool Disney yeah. moment. Just like, yeah, and, like, in the, and as a, each clan side was getting closer with the spears. Yeah, I didn't get that. It was so no one could run away. Like, it, it made okay. sure they were constantly fighting. And gotcha. so someone has to lose eventually because they're getting to the cliff. So Fair enough. it was like, a, and it kept the audience on the edge of their seat. Because it was always, it was always when the other side, when the other clan had a powerful moment. Mm-hmm. So like if T'Chaka like started to overpower him, his clan would move in. And then when he started losing, I was like. Yeah, like they were all circling in and stuff like that. That was, that was great. And then, uh. You know, you gotta rally behind your team, man. Yeah, Loyalty yeah, yeah. is everything. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later. <laughs> get into that later. But you know, I think uh, it was pretty fun. It was pretty cool after that that he had to get his powers back. Uh, you know, and take the dirt nap, so to speak. I I I agree with that. Um, more so just showing your actual human instincts as a Warriors, versus yeah like versus having the extra advantage over somebody all the time knowing yeah. that you can handle it regardless with or without sort of sort of an instinct uh, like a police officer or something like that oh, true, like, true. with the badge or without the badge you still need to be able to be the same person be the strength the same strong human being to handle situations in any given point so, yeah I dig that. that I, I dig that I think uh, it was cool seeing uh, <laughs> uh, what was it uh, his father showing up in like the afterlife <sighs> How do you, how how do you feel about that? I, I like don't get me wrong. I like the whole like you said the taking the powers. Once he gets the powers back, he takes a dirt nap, and then he comes back. And it was a good way to drive the plot forward for what happens next, like or in the 
second act and third act right, right, right. because you know we're setting it up as if T'Challa's father T'Chaka was like the best king ever he did no wrong and you know to even T'Challa was just like you know I want I'm not ready I'm not ready to be you mm-hmm. yeah and stuff like that and he's like you know get up you're a king mm-hmm. and that music starts to play that like I don't know it was like very like emotional for like you know, he wasn't a boy anymore. Right. He became like a man in that moment. Right. So, and that was a beautiful moment to me. And when he came back from the, uh, I guess, the hallucination or maybe not hallucination, whatever mm-hmm. it is, uh, you know, he was like, I saw him. So he, he he didn't have to deal with the rest of the movie grieving, which is what I was right. worried right. about in the movie. He was just going to be brooding the whole movie. Right. But he got some closure with his dad. And then the rest of the movie, he's kind of, He's kind of for most of the movie before things go sideways. Yeah, he's yeah, happy. Yeah. So, so um, he even he also brought joy back to the queen and his sister as well mm-hmm. from that nap as well. So yeah, yeah that that was much closer. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, how do you feel about that scene? Just I mean, visually, visually, I thought it was it was cool. It was like on an ast not an astral plane, but it was like on a different plane of existence. And it had like Lion Kingish elements to it. I, I, I like it, but I, I I just feel visually it could have been a little bit more more realistic. Understand? Understand that yeah, his dad is dead, and it's an afterlife thing. Mm-hmm. But he's in the like he's like in the field, but the green screen shot to me. Man, was, I man, no, no, you know, no. I, I look get out of here with that. But when I compare that, I mean, even though like you know Thor, mm-hmm. I always I compared it. Specifically to Thor, mm-hmm. when Thor lost his eye, he went back and he saw his dad on the plane on the same plane. It was a lot more realistic than the Black Panther. Well, I know that, but that's because it was like in like New Zealand on like a actual location. But but you know where he was, and you also have to think back to Civil War when he's like, yeah, when we die, you know, we go to a place where like you can run forever and stuff like that. It's, it's hard a to find. It. world. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a balance between it. Yeah, and I think they had to add some different elements because it can't look the same as, like, the Thor plane, you know. But I see, what you, I see what you're saying. But I didn't have any issues with it. I thought it was I thought it was fine. Ethereal. And plus, it looked different the second time we see it. It did? Yeah, so, did. you know, things are a little less... Actually, things look a lot more realistic the second time, the second but that's time. because his eyes are opened. You know, but we'll 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 get to it. There's a lot of visual stuff we'll we'll get into. Point taken there later. His but, eyes open to what's really going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll get in that. But after that scene, we're introduced to Killmonger yes, in an art museum. Yes, sir. Looking real, real hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's one of two things you're gonna go get. It's either you're gonna go get some Black Panther necklaces. And I'm gonna get a Killmonger attire, but. Uh, <laughs> Everybody was wearing grills in that movie, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the villains. That's true. That's true. Every villain had at least one. I like how he was like an educated, he was like an educated ghetto guy, sort of. You know, he had the glasses, but he had the two two teeth grills or whatever. Can't judge him by the cover. Yeah, and he was speaking very literately. And it was just nice because, you know, when people see people that look like that in real life, they don't expect you to sound articulate and stuff like that. And so it was great when the lady comes, uh, uh, the exhibit um, um yeah professional exhibit lady yeah. yeah she comes in and she's just like oh can i can i help you blah 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 and she's mm-hmm. talking about the artwork and stuff like that and he's like she's like can you tell me what this is she's like oh this is like a 
19th century Zimbabwe plan or something. And he's like, he's like, oh, wrong. So a kind and thing. And then uh, she's just like, oh, I think you need to leave. And he's like, he's like, well, you guys have been watching me since I stepped in here, but you haven't been checking to see what you're putting in your body. And I thought that was like a good. I, I, I think that was more like uh, humane, I guess you would say. Versus, when I say humane, like versus him just going in there, just smashing up the whole place and just like stealing it like he could have. A more mainstream version of this yeah, movie could like, have been him coming in and killing everybody and then just smashing up things. Yeah. But I he mean, did it very articulately. He was just like, oh, she needs help. Mm-hmm. Like when she falls on the floor like spazzing out and stuff. And the paramedic guy was... Uh, oh, and then we get to see Claw show up. First interest. He, yeah, who was uh, originally in Avengers uh, Age of Ultron and then he got his arm yep. cut off. Yep. Uh, his arm is still cut off at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's got that amputee robot arm or whatever. But it was cool seeing them interact, and he was definitely kind of Batman Forever. And when I mean Batman Forever, he's like kind of like big and cartoony, mm-hmm. like a big cartoony villain. Like yeah, just everything kinda, expressed like yeah, very openly. Yeah, like when he's like uh, when he gets the security guard and he says, "Oh, you, you can leave, you can go." And then the security guard runs, and then he shoots him in the back of the head. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, you could have just shot him before. And he's like, no. He's like, you got to spread the crime scene. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's like, you got to make it look amateur, yeah. less professional. <laughs> you know, and so that was a good, I don't know, dichotomy between the two bad guys. Even though we don't see Killmonger, Killmonger for probably 45 minutes after that scene. Was it that long? Yeah, it was a long time. Because... And here's my complaint. It's not a complaint, but here's what I have realized about Black Panther upon second viewing. It's really two movies in one. The first Black... If this is a mainstream movie, which it kind of is, but it was like cliched, I guess. Yeah. They could have had one Black Panther movie with him going after Claw. Mm Mm-hmm. And then sparing his life or something. And then the second movie, Claw ends up... Because that was the whole first part. Yeah, Claw ends up working with Killmonger and... Sequels are all about undoing what you thought what you thought was the truth in the first movie, mm. and then you know flipping it on its head and then making you question, oh shit, like mm-hmm. so. So when you get into this, before I get into the second act, let's let's finish the, the, the right, first right, act. Right. Of. <laughs> so, uh, Killmonger and Claw, Claw, they still an axe that has vibranium, vibranium. It was made by Vibranium. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, they where did they go? <laughs> well, it's kind of funny. Think. Well, it's kind of funny because, like I said, Michael B. Jordan kind of disappears. Because he even has, yeah, because he even has the um the girl. There's a girl that yeah, works at the his, museum his, with his them. Side chick, Michael B. Jordan. No, well, not side chick, but his main chick. Cool. Okay, so that's <laughs> when they get to Korea and everything. Yeah, yeah. and so back in Wakanda. The, the Wakandan royalty. I know you're like thinking about the yeah. plot now. It's, the movie's all over the place. But they do a good job of like making it not seem like there's a lot. Of yeah, because I on. didn't notice it. But, but when, when you talk that. about it, yeah. Right. But the Wakandans, they realize, oh, Ulysses Claw, we finally got word of him. We haven't had a chance to get him in 30 years. T'Challa was supposed to have gotten him years ago because years ago, someone from Wakanda gave Claw some intelligence and. Basically, Claw went to Wakanda and used that and killed a bunch of Wakandans and took some vibranium, which has caused a lot of grievances. But T'Challa's, I guess, a soldier best friend, uh, parents were killed in that accident. And he has something, or he really wants to kill Claw. 
and he wants the child to do it. So the child is like, hey, I give you my word. We're going to bring him to justice, bro. Don't freeze. Yeah, don't freeze. <laughs> so they have a whole mission where T'Challa brings... Or actually, I'm skipping one scene. Before he goes to South Korea, mm-hmm. uh, he sees his sister Shuri to see what updates he has mm-hmm. for his technology. And she and shows him... Some different things. Yeah, she shows him all this cool stuff. It's very James Bondy. In my six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she shows him like uh, the uh, hearing or microphone Yeah, they things. have uh, Back of their ears, little sticky sticker. Yeah, which was cool. And then also, uh, the sneakers joke was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Which, I don't think a lot of people like. I think people caught it, but it was just like, ah, oh, it was whack. But it was like, it was funny. It was funny. Yeah, <laughs> and the way that she started with the like, their whole relationship was definitely solidified in that scene because, you know, like you can tell that T'Challa really appreciates her ingenuity as mm-hmm. a scientist and just treats her like a. A little sister and gives her everything she needs mm-hmm. to be awesome. Yeah, you know, and she's definitely awesome in this movie. She plays a very big part in this movie, honestly. And the Wakanda beats in her her, her laboratory were pretty sick. <laughs> if you watch the movie again, the Wakanda beats were pretty dope. But you can only hear it in Shuri's uh, laboratory. Hmm. Yeah, if you listen closely, I, I really want to hear what Wakanda rap sounds like because it probably sounds pretty dope. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it for the second time. I, I'm definitely going to see it. There's a lot of little yeah, nuggets to pick I up. Have to, I have to get it. Yeah, but she shows him the different types of suits and stuff and tells him how stupid his original suit is because he's got to put a helmet on and mm-hmm. all that stuff, you know, in, in mid action. Right. So she's like, hey, your suit's in. <laughs> You're like, uh, you got to take your hat off. Yeah. And put your helmet back on. Yeah, and the fact that she's like, oh, your suit is in your, your necklace. Mm hmm. You know, that was kind of cool. Yeah. And, you know, everybody, fun trivia or fun story. Before I saw the movie, I had this on. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what is that? You know, and I'm just like, oh, you'll see. And then, like, after the movie, like, a couple people were like, yo. <laughs> yo. So I was like, like, yo. It's like, yeah. <laughs> My man, Dan, brother. You know, but. He was prepared. You know, but you got to you gotta find that balance. Like, I'm not going to dress up in a Black Panther costume and see the movie. But I'm going to do, like, a low-key thing where it's, like, kind of... I'm pretty sure you had that card again on towards the end of the movie. I did, I, I did, I did, I did. The first, the first viewing, I, yeah, I had, but I had all... No, black. but I'm saying the, the, to... T'Challa? Mm, he had that same card again on. Oh, well, that was just ironic. No. I didn't plan that. no. But, you know, I feel like I am, like, partly Wakandan because I be wearing, like, <laughs> no, you see my wardrobe. My wardrobe is kind of Wakandan. Like, yeah, they got cool patterns. African thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, But it's not like dashikis or anything. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, I thought it was cool that his suit could, like, absorb uh, energy and redis- redistribute it. That was a, I think that was a good uh, ingenuity part in the uh, movie as well when she pulled out the camera. They told him to punch it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, why are you recording this? She's like, for research purposes. He's yeah. like, punch it. Not that hard, you stupid. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was just, all of that scene was just It was definitely well their, their relationship. Yeah. That was based off their relationship. Yeah. And then uh, they basically go to South Korea. Sure, he's left in her laboratory. Right. Uh, Okoye and uh, uh, I cannot remember. Nikia. Yeah, Nikia. Nikia and T'Challa go to South Korea to buy the vibranium that was stolen by Claw. Right. Because he is selling it to Martin Sheen. Not Martin Sheen's. Martin Freeman's character. Yes. Played by, or whose character is called Everett Ross, who was in 
Civil War. He's also a CIA agent in this video, in this movie. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. It's cool that Chichala sees him and it's just like, oh, he's an old friend. And what's great about it is that, you know, uh, T'Challa has to put on, like, kind of a political hat. Right. You know, just like, to be in the whole environment. Yeah, like, it's not as simple as, oh, I'm going to get this claw guy and I'm taking him with me. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a whole element of, well, the the U.S. government it's already sets things in motion where we're going to capture him and bust him right now. Mm-hmm. So you can't really take him. And he's like, that wasn't a, like, it wasn't a suggestion. I mm-hmm. am taking him. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and that was kind of interesting to watch. And then, you know, when things go sideways and T'Challa has to go and chase him, you know, he comes pretty close to murdering. Very close. Claw. And, and, but it's, it's fair. It's yeah. fair. And I, I really feel like people should Realized based off the things that happened. Well, not to jump too fast. Mm-hmm. They were in the secret gambling hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, to make the deal. Yeah, so many dynamics. And then um, Claw gets away with the vibranium. Mm-hmm. And um, like you said, T'Challa, Nakai, and... Nakia, yeah. Nak- Nak- Okoye. Okoye. Yeah. They had to chase after him in Korea. Um, of course, Korea... Which makes sense. I like the way that they set it up because uh, this is when Claw introduces his fake hand with the vibranium in it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I thought was it was it was it was mediocre. Well, like it was it, like it was cool. It's just that his puns from doing it were like very like nineties comic book movie where he shoots T'Challa and then like a bunch of money starts so like he's like, look, I made it great. <laughs> and I mean, the hand was mediocre to me though. Like, so I mean, I could expect that from that guy. I, I like I don't hate Claw. I just feel like he. It was like a he was like, out there. It was like a ninety cyborg hand. Yeah, he like was, first off it looked rubber and then it just like splits and shoots. A look. Come on, yeah. And I, and I guess it was. I guess they were trying to be very comic booky with it, like because he's a old, but not not to mention he's an older character. I mean, he, yeah. I think I think they explained that as well, like too. Like he's been there. He's been oh, yeah, throughout Wakanda, both kings. Yeah. He's been there. He's killed other people's friends. He's not. A, he's not a newbie to the game. Yeah, he definitely had a way about him where he had been in the business for a long yeah. time, for sure. It was just interesting seeing this version of Claw versus the Age of Ultron Claw, where he was very like laid back mm-hmm. and chill, you know. And then in Black Panther, he's just like, woo, <laughs> you know. But it's not bad. He did a Andy Circus did a great job as, yeah. as Claw, but uh, yeah, I thought the whole uh, SoundCloud mixtape thing was joke was funny when Everett Ross is like. Right yeah, he's like, oh, I see you brought your posse, posse and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah. He's like, so you brought your music too? And he's like, yeah, you can, you can listen to my music on SoundCloud. And he's like, I don't want to listen to your music. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the rap group. Yeah, oh, okay, he's like, you. I don't want to listen to your music. He's like, what's the link? What's the <laughs> but yeah, anyways, when they start chasing uh, Claw, it was just interesting to see T'Challa learn about his suit. Yeah. Or get to use it. You know, powers, yes, yeah, yeah, maybe. And she's like, Yeah, your shoot's been taking bullets for so long, just you got so many power, so much power, yeah, show off, yeah. So that was all that, all of that car chase sequence was good. I mean, it, it, it I, innovated, I think it was just more innovative to show everything going on, like yeah. said, versus more of an accidental thing happening, uh, kind of in Spider Man because mm. you know how Spider Man he, he has to take his time to really learn everything goes on, like in that one. Scene, it kind of gives you a whole adjunct situation of how everything works, even to his mindset. Yeah, and uh, how he operates. Yeah, he's definitely a good uh, improvisationist because, like, uh, when uh, he when she was driving and uh, when Shuri was driving and she was just like, 
yeah, we're going to crash. He's like, just keep driving. And mm-hmm. he, like, pulls the car, uses the claws to kind of mm-hmm. turn, mm-hmm. turn the car. That I thought that was, like... Around the corner. Yeah, that was really dope. And then, you know, when he finally catches up to Claw, I thought it was cool that uh, he just, you know, was just about to pretty much end him. And then he's just like, mercy, king, mercy. And they're like, everybody's watching. And I thought that was cool because he's not used to, you know, being seen in the public eye, you know, of cell phones and stuff like that. You know, so it was uh, cool to see them put him in custody and start asking him all these questions. And Claw's just like, hey, Wakanda's not this third world country. It's like, there's so much, there's so much more to it. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it was cool seeing Killmonger show back up to, you know. He comes back, yes, with the mask that he stole from mm-hmm. the museum. Yeah. And, I mean, he had a cool entrance, exploding the, the wall, shooting mm-hmm. people up, and then throwing a grenade, which Black Panther jumped on. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And uh, absorbed the energy on that one. Yeah. And Everett Ross ends up getting shot in the Fat. spine. Yeah. yeah. And right, like, directly in the spine, fatal injury. Like, yeah. real life, you would be... D O A. Yeah. Um. Also, the uh the scene where uh Killmonger hops on the back of the van. Oh, and, and a, he realizes the, the necklace. Yes. Yeah, with the, the ring. ring on the necklace. Yes. Yeah, with the, the ring I'm wearing. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, it's the <laughs> <laughs> ring for a king. It's it's the ring. It's a key to Wakanda. Yeah. Like he, and um T'Challa recognize it from a slight distance so mm. from that point he knows something is up from there yeah um he doesn't know the story behind it but he knows something is up yeah and uh then we go let's see there oh yeah, yeah, yeah or they're on the uh jet back to wakanda and they're having a debate with about saving everett ross's life because he's oh, yeah. uh intelligence cia officer so if they save his life and he goes back to America, he might say, hey, they got some cool shit mm-hmm. in Wakanda. <laughs> and so... I you going to run back and gossip about that one. Yeah, so I like the debate between what's, uh, being a, a human being and then serving your country. You know, like saving one, but to damn everyone else. You know, so it was a tough decision. A tough decision, but, you know... T'Challa, he's got a good heart, which some people would say he's soft. A lot of people, there were a lot of people who saw the movie. Oh, T'Challa's kind of soft, and I was like, he's not soft. He's just a good dude. And earlier, they make a great point when he sees a, when T'Challa sees his father T'Chaka in the hallucination. Mm-hmm. The last thing his dad says to him is like, uh, "You're a good man," you know. Uh, but you know, and uh, but it's hard to be a good king when you have a good heart. Or something like that. Something, something along those lines. And so... I was still... I was too dazed about the gray screen. And the old I was dazed with his eye. His eye was like... Oh, it was... It, he had the Forrest Whitaker effect. And for, for I think he had a eye, stroke. I think he had like a stroke. Like half his face was like melted. Was it like serious? Like in a life stroke or... Probably. That's what a stroke looks like. I mean, I just had to like put one eye... <laughs> I know, but, my, but he wasn't like that in the first one though. It wasn't that bad. Maybe not, but he had, he had glasses, so that could have like oh, okay. that could have destroyed the illusion, maybe. But he had the Forrest Whitaker effect, man. And what was funny is Forrest Whitaker's flashback character uh, had a lazy eye too, and I didn't Did realize. It? Yeah, and I didn't realize that was his actual son in real life. Really? Yeah. Fun trivia fact: the more you know, ding. 
But uh, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, they they kind of resembled each other. I felt that was a good like resemblance, but I didn't know that was the actual son because he played in something else as well. Yeah, so I guess he's a bona fide actor, you know. But you know, you got to help your children out sometimes. You know, hook them up. Hey, keep <laughs> the money in the family, man. Same household. Yeah. So Everett Rossi wakes up. He's completely healed. He's just like hearing some sick Wakandan African beats. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the hell is this place? And, you know, Shuri's just like, oh, you're not in Kansas. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, his mind is just blown by, you know. That. The fact, first off, that he's alive. Yeah. Yeah. He he, he definitely was, uh, thought he was a goner. He should have been a goner. Yeah. And then we see uh, T'Challa go to Forrest Whitaker. is a shaman-like character who I don't know his name. So I am going to wiki it, like, right now. Zuri. That's who it is. It's Zuri. I knew that all along. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But uh, Zuri basically uh, is doing his little gardening. And T'Challa's like, you know, I saw that man. And he had this thing. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you know, maybe, maybe he could have. Maybe some kind of could have found that ring somewhere. And he's like, don't tell me, maybe. And he's like, this is, this is the exact same ring. You tell me what you know. <laughs> I'm just going to do the African voice. <laughs> what kind of voice when I'm talking as T'Challa. But... Uh, basically, Forrest Whitaker's character Zuri tells him the rest of the story of the beginning, right. where uh, Prince uh, King, well, T'Chaka's brother. Oh yeah, who I I can't remember his name because it was like a weird name. <laughs> it was like a really Ninjaka, Injadaka, something like that. Yeah, but uh, but basically, yeah. Uh, <laughs> T'Chaka's brother had teamed up with Claw to steal vibranium so he could use the vibranium to uh, liberate black people all around the hood mm-hmm. because it was a time of oppression. And his and he felt like, hey, you know, black people are descendants of Wakandans of some sort, mm-hmm. you know, so the rest of the world needs help. Right. You know? Because they have, they have spies around the world. Which is cool. Kind of sent out spies around all over the world, but which I mean, it's it's cool, but it's sort of like is that more to keep keep a touch on us? What's happening? What's happening in America? Okay, yeah, fair enough. And what was interesting? But he what, still wasn't with it though. He wasn't. He was. What made impressed. What made me upset was that Jadaka's right hand man, uh, who was at, who was Zuri, mm-hmm. he had no clue that Zuri was. Wakandan. So T'Challa's to, to dad, T'Chaka, had sent a second spy to spy on his own brother. Mm-hmm. And, he's, sure right. yeah, and he's like, I just want you to look me in the eyes and tell me that you didn't do this. And he's like, I didn't do it. And then he was like, oh, well, it's I know you're a damn liar. Like, <laughs> he didn't say that, but that's, if this that's was basically like, what it if, was. If this is a BET movie, he would be like, you're a damn liar. <laughs> but, uh, but, but <laughs> you know, when that was revealed, Jadaka was super pissed. Because he even had uh, enough respect for him when the king approached. He said, look, this is my homeboy. Yeah. He can stay here. He yeah. can see this. He can see what's really going on. So there on. was a lot of love between the two. Yeah. Like, and that was like really, really interesting. Because when he got, felt that betrayal, pulled out the gun, was about to shoot Zuri. And T'Chaka just straight up kills his own brother. Which I feel like, yeah. That was pretty much. I feel like if I was in that situation, I wouldn't kill my brother. Like... Like, I feel like you could have, like, you could have scratched his hand, like, 
Like just scratched his. <laughs> that was weak. Hold on, give me, give me a big cat, man. Come on, there we go. That's better. <laughs> now nah, I would have given him a light scratch, like oh. like enough for him to be like, ah. Like, I'm gonna tell mama. Yeah, you know, and he would have dropped the gun, and that would have been it. But no, he just straight up like Mortal Kombated his brother, and just and then he was like, oh, you know. Hide the body, tell no one about this, and then no, it was not hide the body. <laughs> it was <laughs> leave the body. It was no, they, they did. He left Let the body. The body. He yeah, said, yeah. he said, yeah. you will not speak on this. That's what it was. Anything yeah. on this day, mm. and uh, the children that we didn't realize at the beginning happened to be one of them. Happened. One of them happened to be killed. J- yeah, Jadaka's son. So, with that revelation. You know, T'Challa's just like, you. Let, what happened to the boy? And, you know, Forrest Whitaker's character, Zuri, is like, we had to maintain the light. Mm-hmm. We left him there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he, even, he even still tried to uh, keep it a secret. And yeah. then that's when t- you know, T'Chaka was like, okay, I'm holding rank. I'm the king now. He said, I, I promise that I will not speak on this day. Oh, yeah, and he's like, I am your king. Yeah. I'm your king. I'm your king. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I can't do the African voice. I'm your king. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe watch the movie one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfecting it. But, so, yeah. Obviously. Then uh, Forrest Whitaker's, uh, like you said, he spills the beans. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the I like the little nugget that uh, Princess Okoye, no. What's the princess name? T'Chaka's little sister? Oh, Sherry. Sherry. When they brought the white guy, Eric, in, mm-hmm. there was a part white where she man, says, another broken, another white, broken man white man to fix. And yeah. I was like, it caught me. Yeah, and I was just like, it's only, uh, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was, it was so small, so small. It was it just slipping under the rug. Yeah. But yeah. we'll talk about it later again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was great that we cut back to Claw, uh, Claw and. Uh, Killmongers yes. and his squad, and you know they're on. A, they're about to get on the plane. So they felt that they have the cheese there. Yeah, there Yeah, and he's just like, all right, well, you know, on your way. The girl just dropped me off in Wakanda, and Claw's just like, oh, we don't want to. You don't really want to go to Wakanda, trust me. And then he's like, oh, I think I really do, and he just shoots Claw's buddies, and then is about to shoot Claw, and Claw gets his girl, and he's like, drop your gun, boy, I'll kill your girl, and he's like, don't worry, girl, it's gonna be it's all right. Gonna be all right. And he just looked her dead in her eyes and killed her. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty cold, but also kind of badass because nothing was going to get in his way. Nothing. And so that took Claw by surprise. And he, sh- he ended he up shoot- shooting Claw. And Claw's just like, you know, you really don't want to go to Wakanda, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, look at my neck. It's mm-hmm. fucked up. And he's just like, I don't care about brands. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, look at this. And he shows his arm. And it's all, and we've discovered that his body is mutilated. With scars of people he's killed, but yeah, he's mutilated himself. Yeah, so yeah. far, yeah, yeah. And I think that was pretty badass. Also, it was badass because he he, he had, a, he had a, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the and, and you know, uh, Claw is just like you know, I don't care how much you mutilate yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you'll never be one of them or whatever. And then he's just like he shows the bottom lip, and that's the what kind of tattoo tattoo or whatever. And he's like, oh, I knew there was something about you. And he's like, "Well, you're gonna give me my. T- you're gonna help me get there one way or another." Shoots claw. That's right. And now, well, technically, I think that that plays a lot more into it because, um, well, when he when he goes through the flashback, or whatever. But yeah, when you have the lip thing, it's like okay, 
I'm a Wakanda, so that should let me in. Mm. His dad also left the ring. Yeah. It's a lot saying that that was a key. Lots, lots, of, lots of cool stuff. We'll, Still we'll, didn't we'll get him interest until. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. I know. That's like the best. <laughs> yeah. I will just say this. Killmonger stuff is the best stuff of the movie. Yeah, it but, is. But uh, Shuri, not Shuri, but uh, uh, it's hard to remember some of the names. Wakabi, who mm-hmm. was uh, you know, T'Challa's best friend. And head of security. This is the guy that plays uh, Get Out. And, the oh, the main guy, guy in Get Out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya. Yes. Kaluuya. And I'm so good at this, these, these names. But basically, uh, they see a man in the distance dragging something. And it's Killmonger. And he puts the bag down. He's like, what's this? And he's like, I can't do Michael B. Jordan's voice. But he's just like, I got a gift for you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a gift for you. And then they open it up. And it's like oh. wow, and he's like, mm-hmm. it just so <laughs> happened. It just so happened that um, Wakabi, that he, wanted, yeah, we well, explain that. Huh? Yeah, explain that. Wakabi wanted. No, Kwa. I'm just saying it just happened. It just so happened he happened to be the one to get him access. Yeah, 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 like he was the first one to see uh, Killmonger, you know, to bring the body. Yeah, so he, I think he, he got excited. He did. He was like kind of getting a boner for a second. Yeah. He was like, "Who are you? <laughs> Who are you?" And then he's just that's like another part. Of this. I, I, that's. I, Maybe you can explain more about that, but they use that a lot. The, who are you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think the whole movie has a lot about identity. That's kind of, the theme, That's one, the of one of the themes of the movie. It's identity. Personal Or lack thereof, you know. And so, uh, uh, with that said, you know, everybody's freaking out about this guy who brought Claw's body. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's an outsider. And, uh, you know, Shuri sees this and she's like, why did they bring an outsider into Wakanda? And uh, basically, uh, um, Martin Martin, <laughs> Martin Freeman's character uh, Everett Frost is like, oh, that's not a that's not a Wakandan. Wakandan. That's one of ours, mm-hmm. and he gives him the backstory. Oh, this is Eric Killmonger. He was in the CIA, uh, Marines, Black Ops, mm-hmm. like Iraq, Special all this stuff. Everything. Yeah, like, and they were like, he made he killed so many people. You know, he was racking up. Like kill points and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is why they call him Killmonger, which was a clever way to give him a name like Eric Killmonger because yeah. you know it was a ridiculous name in the comic books, but they did a good job explaining why that exists. Right. But uh, you know, when he re- reaches the royal court, you know, we have to keep in mind the child already knows who the fuck this guy is. He's like, oh, sh-. You say, yeah, I saw him one time before. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this fool shooting at me. Yeah, he's like, oh <laughs> shit, like, and you know, he shows up. And they're like, who are you? And then he's just like, you know, uh, or what do you want? And he's just like, I want the throne. And they're like, this is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Some like dude from Oakland is like right. showing up like, I want to be the king so of the dude would come, He just want the money. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And then, and you know, and then, uh, you know, T'Challa, he steps up and is just like, the only reason I don't kill you right now is because I know who you are. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me redo that. The only reason I don't kill you right now <laughs> is because I know who you are. <laughs> and then the people ask, "Who are who? Who is he?" But he was definitely trying to avoid that question. He was. He was. He, he especially he after knew. finding out what happened with uh, yeah. Horace Whitaker's it, character. It was going to complicate things very uh, much. So, a lot. and so Secrets, they man. keep asking who who he is, and sure, he's like, "I know who he is. This is Eric Killamonger. He's a CIA guy." And then you know, Eric is like. That's not my name, princess. They're like, ask me my name. And then the child just walks up and he's like, 
Nope. Yeah, he does that thing with get him. Get him out. Yeah, he just get him out of your fans. <laughs> he's like, get him out. He's like, take him away. <laughs> take him away. And uh, and then that one dude who was an the asshole big, with the big the, ring. Yeah, of course it'd be the dude with the big mouth <laughs> talking. And he's just Fair like, enough. yeah. And he was like, he was like, what's your name? And he's just like, you know, in Judaka, yeah, Judaka, blah blah blah, son of Prince Jadar, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, whatever his name was, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, this is royal ancestry and stuff like that. He has yeah. a right to the to, you know, fight for the crown. And none, nonetheless for the crown to even be here. Yeah, and to be there. Yeah. And, and it was great that line where he just looks at one of the world. He's like, Hey Auntie. Angela Bassett. I you know what? I was low key from how his character was set up. I was expecting that. Mm-hmm. But I was expecting it a lot sooner. I was I was I almost expected him to walk in and just be like Hey auntie, mm-hmm. what's up, cousin? Like, oh, and then they just to kind of break the vibe, and then they'd be like, who, who, "Who's this guy?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the fact that he went through this whole spill of like, "This is who I am," blah 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 blah, blah. and then they got quiet, and he was just like, "Hey auntie," I was like, "I feel like that was he, a killer moment." Yeah, right I feel there. like he just knew that things were going to go sideways for all of the the Wakandans at that point once mm-hmm. he got in because yeah. they were going to ask all these questions. And he just kind of had to be theatrical about it. Like, ask me my name. Like, ask me. You know, it wasn't like, I'm not going to tell you who I am. So you ask me because I feel like. I deserve. Yeah, I deserve to be asked. And it was, and and that was great. And then, you know, the challenge happens. And, uh, you know, they give a cool badass, you know. Because they didn't, he didn't want to fight him. He didn't want to fight him. under, you know, respect of royalty and. His line of passage, he had a right to yeah, challenge. And, yeah, and what was great was, you know, just seeing T'Challa be like, you know, there's still time, you know, we can just talk, <laughs> we can find another way yeah. and talk about this. <laughs> Soft. And he just, yeah, and he, and he takes, you know, uh, Killmonger takes the shred off and he's like, he was like, I've killed so many people. Training for this day. Training for this day. To take the throne. Yeah, and he's like, and he points the knife or the sword at me. He's like, just to kill you. And you think I'm going to back down now? Yeah. And so, (laughs) (laughs) pretty much, pretty much. And then, you know, the fight happens. They both hold their own pretty well, but Killmonger has a lot more conviction when it comes to what he's fighting for. Yes, definitely. And, uh, you know, as he's about to give the killing blow to T'Challa, Zuri steps in and is like, no. He was like, I'm responsible for your father's death. You know, mm-hmm. if you want revenge, take me. And, you know, that's when he kind of becomes a kid again because he looks at Zuri and he's like, then I'll take you both, Uncle James. <laughs> and stabs him. <laughs> hey, uh, even though the, the line the, the line given was pretty like, like you said, like a child again, that was gangster. I mean, it was gangster. That was gangster. It was gangster. But he's like, I'll take you both, Uncle James. <laughs> he's like, just stabs him on top of the song. He's like, oh my God. Yeah, and everybody's freaking out. Yeah. And then, you know, Child's like, no, 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 and tries to <laughs> and tries to beat him. You know, tries to beat him, but he's just getting like comboed. And he's like, you know, and Michael B. Jordan was feeling himself in that scene. He's like, yeah. he's like, is this your king? Yeah. Um, is this your king? Come get this man. Come get your man. I mean, get your boy. Get over your boy. Here. And just keep beating him down. And then at that point, he's like, he's, you know, this he's supposed to protect you. You know, from you people like fight yeah, me. from people like me, and then he's just like, he's gonna take you into the future. And he's like, Nah, I'm your king, and just throws him oh, off the cliff. Yep. I was like, This is like the Lion King almost. <laughs> just, even his pose was oh, like, man. was like Mufasa's pose. Almost. You know, that's a good, that's a good point though, because Disney did 
I, but I'm not going to do the Disney illusions tomorrow because they, 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 they don't care. Much, but it was very they, nice. They, they joined together on this movie, man. Yeah. And I say for years they should just do like a human version of the Lion King. That would be dope. So, I mean, Black Panther proved you could do a storyline like can. that. So, but you know, yeah, we'll, we'll go into it in the next podcast. <laughs> but uh, I think so. Then uh, the Queen and the Princess and. See, it's hard to remember the name. Nakia. Nakia, they all run away. Oh, but you got to remember, there's a scene before that where Nakia is talking to Okoye, uh, to Shao's bodyguard. Uh, yes, yes, and yes. she's like, hey, we got to get out of here and maybe plan to overthrow him. And Okoye is like, no, 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 no. I don't worry. She's, I don't worry yeah, she's like, I have a duty to the throne. I don't care if I don't like him. That's yeah. just the, the rules, you know? So, you know, uh, and Nakia is like, hey, I'm a spy. Mm-hmm. So, I'm out. Still, so we, <laughs> and so we get a whole scene in between that where uh, Killmonger is being inducted into the Black Panther mm-hmm, ritual. Ritual, and uh, they give him the heart shaped herb, and then he takes a spirit walk. And when he goes, he is back in Oakland. Oakland. Yeah, back in Oakland, opens the door. There's a TV with static, <clears throat> which is almost hellish in a way because there was nobody to. To greet him at first, and there was no other ancestry, so he was almost disconnected from his uh, Wakandan lineage. At least that's how I read it. Well, I the mean, static. the the on the TV. Oh, there's a lot to unpack this second time. Well, I mean, the reason the reason why I, I, I agree with you on that, as far as the Wakandan lineage, but also his father. His yeah, father yeah, yeah. wasn't there. Yeah, true. Like from being a child all the way to the point of where he is yeah, now. Yeah, so, so he's cut off. So he had to kind of like again. It was like I think it was more so like find his way through Back, yeah. life. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. after the static, then he sees the spot on the floor where did he find his father? Mm-hmm. And then he goes searching. Like yeah, the next thing you know, his yeah. dad's like, hey. I tell you, don't go through my stuff. Like yeah, don't yeah. that then, was great. That was a great. And I think it was a good. Uh, more so like father figure moment and more so saying just like in, in retrospect of black parents. My parents are together and all the things, but it's like he told them, you know, what I tell you about go searching through my stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, what I tell you, pretty much what I tell you about dibbling dabbling and, what and, makes other that, things. and what makes that seem beautiful is that when, when he's looking through the stuff, he's a grown man. And mm-hmm. then when he hears, you know, didn't I tell you not to go through my stuff? They cut back to him. He's a child. Really? He's a kid. Oh yeah, he does. He opens he re- the thing. Yeah, yeah. He, re- he, re- he reverts back to a child. See, I was thinking it was the child when I was like watching, watching it. it I, was, I thought I was, I was thinking it was the child had, first, and then went back to an adult. He goes to a, or he turns into a kid. They're talking, uh-huh. and you know they have that whole spiel. And his father's like, "Hey, well, no tears for me," and he's just like. Like, people yeah. die every day, B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't that line, but it was just like that. But he was like, yeah, people die all the time around mm-hmm. here. And, you know, uh, at that point, they cut to him crying, and then they cut back to Michael B. Jordan, who becomes a man again. Right. And, you know, at that point, they're talking about uh, his father's fear that uh, Eric is going to be an outsider to his what people. Kind of here. Just, he's yeah. telling them that you'll be... Uh, Pretty much uh, disowned when you go to kind of based off the history of what his father's already done mm-hmm. because wrap, wrap it back around, his father was the one who helped Claw yeah. to get the yeah. vibranium from the get-go. So, And what was interesting about that is like that whole conversation could have made him a good guy, 
almost, but it kind of just spiraled him more so into his mission because he's, they're like, uh, you know, uh, the father's just like, you know, we are lost. And he's like, well, maybe we're not lost. Maybe, maybe, they're, the maybe the, they're the ones that lost. Because and, we're here and, and they I, found us. And I feel like there's more to that scene that they probably cut out because when he wakes up, he's very agitated mm-hmm. and ready to fight. So I feel like maybe, like in a deleted scene or so, that scene continues and his father is like, nah, you kind of got a little twisted, man. Like, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do it this way. And I think they might have gotten to some argument. And so when he wakes up, he's just ready to fight. Mm. And, you know, the elderly woman has to hold his hand and say, yeah, everything's breathe, okay. Breathe, breathe. Yeah. breathe. And he had to kind of calm down. But from that point on, he was like, but he told him burn all the flowers from that point. Yeah. yeah. And, and the reason why he did that is because one, he was trained, you know, to go into uh, other society, social structures, mm-hmm. uh, and civilizations and take away their heritage so there would be unrest. Mm-hmm. So if he burned all the herbs and stuff, no one's going to try to challenge him again. No one right. no one can steal an herb and try to overthrow him. Right. He's the most powerful dude in Wakanda or but whatever. That's how it all started from the get-go. Yeah, so... So... Um, I don't know. It's 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 very hard for me to to call Killmonger a villain, man. I don't know. It's just it's just so hard. It's, 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 I agree. It's hard, but but the thing they did so great is that he really was trying to start like a race war, technically. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's where he kind of draw the line a little bit. But he was coming from a place where it's like, hey, these are my people. But he he had he had the wrong idea because he was talking about unification. Like, hey, aren't, you know, you know, didn't civilization start in Africa or on this continent? So aren't all people your people? And, you know, Charles like, you know, I'm not king of, you know, mm-hmm. all people. I'm king of Wakanda. Yep. Wakanda. But when when Kilmar was talking about all people, he just meant black people. Right, yeah, he definitely meant just black people. He definitely <laughs> did. I mean, but they left spies, man. They did leave spies. They left people over in America, like... And my thing, and my thing is, I think... In the movie, T'Challa is faced with learning that, you know, his past or his family's past or his father's past and his his people before his the Black Panthers before him and mm-hmm. the kings before him, you know, made terrible decisions, you know, at the cost of the world. Right. You know, and so I thought that was an interesting thing because, you know, Killmonger kind of made a valid point to T'Challa to kind of open because everybody was telling T'Challa in the movie hey you might need to kind of tell the world what's up what's yeah. going on we can help people you mm-hmm. got all this cool stuff we can help right. and he'll hear Killmonger comes who's a monster pretty much but a complicated monster he's like hey you could be doing so much more with this Wakanda stuff you know and so they kind of were they kind of see eye to mm-hmm. eye it was just they had such a huge disagreement about how think, to go about it I think it's uh, sort of like a uh, Parents and discipline. Yeah. It's like you might be hard headed, but then it has to be somebody else to like challenge you and like put you to the test, like, look. And test tradition. You go, you know, you're going to make this happen. And that's the thing. And that's, I think, things anybody goes through is like tradition. You know, when you grow up in a family, you know, it's like, hey, we do this. Mm -hmm. You don't question it. But when you do question it, you're like, well, why do we really do this? Did Mm -hmm. somebody just do this and they, Everybody just unanimously right. decided. Right, come, comes along with it. Yeah. Along yeah, it might not be the right way to go about things. Yeah. But 
You know, so T'Challa has that weight of everybody saying, this is how it's been. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you're a millennial, <laughs> you know, you got to trust. Don't really question too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all that stuff. And I think uh, with going back to the movie, I think Kill- Killmonger uh, burning everything, I thought that was a cool scene just because he was like, you know, why do we have all these other herbs and stuff like that? And he's like, oh, so, you know, the next king can be given the powers of the Black Panther. And he's like, oh, we can kill all that right now. Yeah, and, and she was just like, what? And he choked her, or not, not choked her, but kind of like just picked her up by the throat. Mm-hmm. Choked her, picking her up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was like, he's like, well, don't you need to do something? I mean that mm-hmm. shit. And I was like, I understand that. <laughs> like, I hate when people don't listen. Yeah. But I don't hate you. They don't listen to me, but and he's the king. Bro. He was the king. He, he was. He was like, like, don't disrespect me if yeah. I'm the king. So I can understand that. That's more so the part of like you know you gotta access your authority. Yeah, you can't, you can't be soft and let people like question you. You can't let people yeah change your mindset because you're the king. You yeah, what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and then they go to I guess the royal seat and Killmonger is sitting down just chilling on the throne, comfy. And everybody's kind of nervous because, you know, it's like Trump on his first day, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, and they're just like, well, what do you want to do? And he's just like, well, I think we should just, you know, make some cool what kind of weapons and start sending them over to, you know, uh, our spies in different different areas hoods. of the world. Right? <laughs> said, let, them, let them take over the white man, pretty much. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know. Okoye was just like, oh, I don't really think that's a good idea. And her boyfriend, Wakabi, or her husband, they don't really say. No, I married. think they were boyfriend. Yeah, boyfriend, uh, Wakabi, he was just like, you know, hey, well, maybe it's time Wakanda needed to change, you know. Yeah. So he was he was with it. He was right or that. Yeah, because that, <laughs> that was his whole thing from the from the jump. Like, he was trying to tell to Chala. He was trying to tell T'Challa that from the get-go. And like he said, once he did not come back with Claw. Like he was like, bro, we can't be cool no more. And it kind of was like Killmonger. Like shoot. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was kind of like Killmonger infected him in a way because he was just like, he was like, you know, history has a way of like, there's either going to be, you know, the oppressed and the oppressors. Mm-hmm. You know, he was still oppressed. Or, or the oppressors and the the oppressors and or the oppressed. And he was mm-hmm. like, and I'd rather be the former and stuff like that. So that enters the whole thing of you know, and I, I know a lot of black people had this kind of conversation of like, what would happen if we never got enslaved and stuff like that you know in Wakanda I'm sure is well aware of the history of yeah. other black people oh, definitely. <laughs> so they, are they probably, definitely have the people around them yeah like. and so I'm sure that was a factor in why they didn't want to be exposed you know to the world or, and whatnot but uh, they were definitely exposed to Africa though oh yeah 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 for sure so I just find it interesting like what like because they have a force field barrier you know it's in the real world and in Africa there is like you know there's Af- there's big parts of Africa that mm-hmm. isn't Wakanda. True. So it's just like that. Like, it's interesting if they know about it. It's like, can we get in? Mm-hmm. I well, mean, at the end of the day, it's like, what are they actually looking out for them though? I feel like they might or have some it- like you know vibranium weaved clothing and stuff like that. You know, like they might trade certain stuff, but not like they can't let vibranium stuff get out. Because it was more so like tribe to tribe. Because like oh, yeah, you said, yeah. I'm the king of. Yeah, 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 Wakanda. I'm not the king, king of all people. So you know. So, th- so this makes an interesting argument for Killmonger because he's like, "Hey, y'all are in Africa, and there's like all these other countries mm-hmm. or uh, other places in Africa where they're not being taken care of, you know, because you're just the king of Wakanda, you know, and it's just like you can be the king of everybody." 
So he makes really big, bold arguments, and I and I can kind of somewhat understand where he's coming from. And then we show T'Challa's girl Nakia and his mom, T'Challa's mom, and, and princess and the princess Shuri, and their Eric. Yeah, not Eric. Um, CIA agent. Oh, Everett Ross. Everett, yes. Yeah, and basically, their plan is to take the last heart-shaped herb and give it to M'Baku, uh, the leader of the Jabari clan. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, as kind of a last resort, because, you know, at least, you know, M'Baku is of Wakandan descent. descent, Yeah, yeah. like, he's kind of a native, so he He understands how... He just kind of rebelled a little bit. Yeah. A bad child. Well, he just felt like... And I understood kind of why the Jabari don't really like the Wakandans because they're too technological. Because in the beginning, it, when he shows when he shows up, when Mbaku shows up, he's just like, "We have what from the mountains, and we have seen your disgusting technological advances." And so he he just wanted Wakanda to go back to like its roots, like. Now you feel about that. I mean, that's what he said. He just really... I mean, if you look at the, the, the Jabarians' place, they were in the mountains. They had no futuristic weapons. They just had... But they didn't have any vibranium whatsoever, though. That's, they, I think that was the point. Like, I, think, I know. I, I, know, I think so that's I'm like, but, but he just he just thought that they should stay true to their roots. But, you know, Wakandans are like, no. Like, we're doing pretty good. Like, we have to advance as a yeah. culture. Otherwise, we're going to get enslaved. <laughs> you know, so so I don't know. I just felt it, it felt interesting that they would basically give him the herb mm-hmm. and see what happened because their argument or the mother's argument was, hey, maybe uh, we might be making a bigger monster than Killmonger. I mean, which is tr- true, but he probably would have watched Killmonger. <laughs> if they yeah, really he probably would. Yeah, he probably would. Because he was already strong before, yeah. So it was, was like he was like farmer strong, like he was, country yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah, he was country strong, and it was funny because they gave when they were about to give it to him, he was just like, "Come with me," and they show him to Chala's body. Somehow he survived the throwing off the cliff, mm-hmm. which was very Arrow season three. He, if you, if you guys who have seen Arrow season three, know what I'm talking about. There's a scene. I'm just gonna talk about it. In yeah. Arrow season 3, there's a scene where Green Arrow is fighting Ra's al Ghul and Ra's al Ghul stabs him and then kicks him off this huge cliff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, two episodes later, he shows up and somebody had saved him. And they were like, oh, he just fell on a rock and he was alright. And the cold temperatures, like, preserved his mm-hmm. body somehow. And we were keeping him alive. Definitely. And I was kind of like, I call bullshit on that. Because <laughs> he didn't have his powers. You know, you're just a regular dude, so he's holding on for dear life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you die of hypothermia, you know, you're freezing, and you got stabbed. Now, did they have T'Challa in salt? Was that salt? No, it was snow. It was snow? Yeah, it was snow. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he was in a coma. Yeah, so they're like, oh, we'll just keep him, like, in a in a balanced state or whatever. Right. And they were like, oh, we just need to move him to the science lab. And they're like, well, you can move his body, but he'll be dead, like, the moment you leave. Right. You know? So he gets out of this. Yeah, and so they give him the heart shaped herb, bury him again, and then he starts. Uh, he he goes back to his ancestral plane and sees the other kings, 
in Black Panthers. And, uh, you know, he tells him, hey. Or the dad is like, it's time to go, son. Yeah, it's time you're to, dead now. Yeah, it's time to go. It's time to move on. And he's just like, it's like I just can't leave when, you know, all this, when this guy, this monster that you created is about to, like, destroy the world or whatever. What was the actual line he used? He said, uh, this is a monster that we created. A lot of creation. Well, he, did you call him a product of it? Not a product of the environment, but he said... A monster of our own making. Yes, so, yeah. there it is. I mean, yeah, there a it monster is. of our own making. Man, that accent brings some uh, wonders out, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, at that point, you know, he... Yeah, and I think Chadwick did a great job in that scene uh, when he's just like, you are all wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and he's just like, you know... It's uh, all back on the bullshit. Yeah, he can't, he can't, he can't pass on peacefully. In shame, and plus he'd be a pretty tragic Black Panther. He died on his like second day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he died on his second day. Yeah, and, you know, saw my dad for a second time, and I didn't want to leave him anymore. And now that we we thought about we thought about it, he had to lose his powers once, get his powers back, and then lose his powers again, and then get them back a second time. So he's had to get his powers back three times. Very marvelous. Very yeah, yeah, that's very marvelous. Like that's that's how but, a but lot I'm like, of heroes. But I'm like, he really had to go through a lot of bullshit. I'm pretty sure no other Black Panther had to do that. They only had to take the herb one time, uh, do the challenge thing, and then lose their powers, and then get it back, and then that's it. And then once you are too old to be Black Panther, they take your power away, and you're good. Spider Man lost his suit away <laughs> a couple of times. No, 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 this is different because you had to, he had to like willingly do it. Like, I would be like, this ritual thing is kind of, I would be like, this ritual thing is kind of stupid. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I mean, but I'm like, so what? They want a fair shot to fight me. Like, they, if they can't take down the Black Panther in his prime, y'all aren't supposed to be like, amen. But that's just me on my bullshit. That's what I would be like. Your necklace is talking right now. Yeah. (laughs) It should be like a gold one. It should be a gold one because I, I was really feeling the gold. The, but, the gold was right. Yeah, but but you know, I did like the reference and this we're just going off change at this point, but but it's still kinda on point. But mm-hmm. I did like the line where he sees the gold necklace and he's like, The point is to, you know, not be seen mm-hmm. not in you know. Like that's kind of a commentary on how black people like gold. That that also and shining. You think that was part of uh uh Africa as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Because Africa's sure. yeah, yeah. riches, you know, yeah, based off gold. I not agree. to be seen. Wakanda is not to be seen. I agree. I agree. And you know, it, we can go all day about the parallels yes. in real life, and we'll get into that after we just talk about the rest of the movie. Gotcha. Uh, so now we're at. Uh, he's received the herb. He's talking to his father, let him know that he's look. I'm not giving up at this point. It's people mm-hmm. that needs me. Mm-hmm. Um, they have. Black Panther back. Yeah, he wakes up, he gets triumphant music, mm-hmm. and uh, he has a little scene with uh, M'Baku about, hey, you know, I need your army, because, you know, Killmonger's king right now, and right. he's like, I bet you would, you know, but he's like, but no. No. <laughs> like, I still don't like you, you're still trash, you know, you're still a trash Black Panther. Right. <laughs> but at least that's how, how it read. It was more, it was more so life for life. I'm not going to risk my people's life for your Yeah, the, the reason why he saved Chewbacca from it. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <laughs> he, he was, All these names, I'm sorry. They were like... <laughs> <laughs> the, re, the reason he saved uh, T'Challa 
from the get go is because during the he saved his life. Yeah, he saved his life instead of killing him during the um challenge. When yeah. he came and challenged him. Oh, so yeah, that's the only reason yeah. why he preserved him. Yeah, he was like, Your people need you. Because at the end of the day, he could have taken the herb. Yeah. I mean he could have taken the herb and been like, you know what? There's your there's your dead son right there. I did save his life, but yeah. I'm good now. Like we're about to take over the world yeah. and make it happen. But it was more so like I said, life for life. So um he did not give him the army. Yeah. And so they had to sneak back into Wakanda. Basically, uh, uh, Killmonger to the lab, lab right? Yeah, they went straight to the lab, and Killmonger has already shipped most of his, uh, I guess, weapons mm-hmm. and uh, Wakanda ships, and they're about to sail out and fly to different parts of the world and hook people up. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got Wakanda trap music playing as he's talking about his speech. <laughs> yeah, we about to make this happen. Yeah, and so and, and and the last ship that leaves, or the first ship that leaves, gets blown up, and from the wreckage, from the fire, comes Simba. Oh, I mean T'Challa, <laughs> and you know, and then you know, he's like, I did not, I did not yield, and I didn't die. So the fight, so the battle still continues, yes. and stuff like that. And they're like, oh shit. Well, technically, he's right. He has to complete this challenge. Killmonger's got to fight him on his own. And uh, I like how, what Killmarker said because it's exactly what I would have said. Like, <laughs> like all this competition shit is over. <laughs> I'm king now. You got thrown off the cliff. Everybody thought you were dead. So you know, definitely. It is what it is at this point. We'll pause right now. No, we can keep going. We can keep going. Okay. You can continue. So, um, definitely that was a breaking point in the movie. He has come back, and Killmarker did not expect that. Whatsoever. And so um they sneak into the lab where the daughter, I mean I'm sorry, the princess, her she goes to get the new weapons and it's on. It's on at this point. Um I don't like Donkey Kong. Uh let's see. You got the what well, Wakabi. Uh he sides with Killmonger because of course He's the king, and he wants to be along with him. But his girlfriend, Okoye, she looks like, dude, you tripping. Like, it's the... The um, battle is still to be continued fairly. Um, So, Wakabi takes his clan, and they start to fight the Black Panthers fan to uh, send off all the weapons... To stop them. Um, at this point, Black Panther, <laughs> uh, Black Panther takes on the fight uh, against the war, and yeah. and we can we can we can kind of get to the good stuff. We we don't have to do it beat by beat. Oh, but. see, I was about to look yeah, you <laughs> like yeah, one guy slices yeah, and then he it was, dies. It was an ass whooping about that. It was a big ass whooping, and I think uh, maybe I don't know. It just to me, it felt like. Wakabi was such a turncoat on T'Challa. Like, that's your best friend. And you're just, like, hacking away at him and trying to kill him. A little bullshit here and a little bullshit there. Yeah, and so, I don't know. It, it, it really, really kind of uh, hurt my feelings a little bit. But it was cool seeing the uh, Dora Majai uh, fight, or Dora Milaje fight the, uh, Killmonger. Okoye's uh, clan? Yeah, yeah. Okoye's Dora Milaje mm-hmm. uh, group. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they sat it with T'Challa and was about to fight Killmonger. And Killmonger was like, all right, well, you guys want to go? Let's go. Let's do it. And kills a couple of them. Yeah, he killed like two of them. Yeah. I almost called them something else, but strong women. Yeah. <laughs> Girl power. Yeah. And um, so they hold him off enough until the princess, can't never get her name. The Nakia. Princess, yeah, to the No, princess. not Nakia, Shuri. Yeah, to assure he gets her weapons and is able to her and Ayo Okoye until they uh, are able to fight Killmonger until Black Panther gets to them. Now, in this fight scene, um we get some <laughs> uh we get another clan that joins. Um the what's the name of the clan? Wakabi? Oh, I don't remember. The monkey, the monkey clan. They're not monkey clan. Come they on, you, you, you fuck. It's what? not a monkey clan. <laughs> they were gorillas. Monkey. They were the Jabari clan, okay? The Jabari clan. Yep. Uh, Vin joins Black Panther against Killmonger. <laughs> <sighs> um, that was an epic moment. Uh, everyone got excited at that point in time because, you know, he did come through for the guy. Yeah. He realized that, you know, we're more than just enemies or we're the same man we're all family and uh you got eric wrote let me not mess his name up only white guy in there <laughs> everett ross everett ross he uh comes through he's uh actually our pilot and uh they have the technology for him to fly uh to blow up the other ships so yeah plane yeah and that was pretty cool i thought the long him going after the ships Gave him something heroic to do after kind of being, you know, uh, uh, X-Factor in the Wakandans' eyes. They weren't sure who he was going to side with, but he was like, well, this is going to mess up America, so I need to destroy these ships. And so it it was a cool little heroic moment for him and generous of the movie to give him that. (laughs) And uh, uh, at that point, you have Shuri about to be killed by Killmonger, and then... Black T'Challa shows up, yeah. starts to fight Black, or starts to fight the Golden Jaguar. Is that what it was? Yeah, Golden Jaguar, I think. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was Golden Jaguar. But cool suit, by the way. That was, also. That was the, the Golden Necklace. Yeah, and so they fight, and uh, T'Challa has a great idea about, since they're on the train tracks, he, that sure he needs to activate the train tracks to deactivate the suits. So now they can actually physically harm one another. And uh, in somewhat re- retrospect of them taking their black power, yeah. their Black Panther powers away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was cool because it added a sense of danger, you know, for both of the characters. And Killmonger's just like, I don't need a suit to kill you, mm-hmm. which is cool because, you know, he probably was feeling himself like, I could kill him pretty easy. Like, he did the first time. Yeah. Time. Yeah. But, you know, he's got conviction on his side now. And so, as the fight keeps going, T'Challa does a sick move where a knife flips in the air and he just gets him in the spot, the last hole that's healing uh, in his suit, Mm -hmm. in Killmonger's suit. And, uh, you know, Killmonger's just pretty shocked and surprised and just like, oh, well, hey. Nice move. Yeah, it's a hell of a move. It's a pretty sick move. And, you know, what made it... It was was pretty epic, by the way. Yeah, and it made it really cool that T'Challa was even just like, you know, with, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, I'm sorry I didn't have to be this way. And, you know, Killmonger's just like, well, you know, I was in Oakland. You know, I was a kid in Oakland believing that, you know, the sunsets were going to be super beautiful here. You know, and T'Challa being the empathetic king he is, you know, just like, I'm going to take him to see the last sunset. Because he didn't even want to, like, be healed. Yeah. He had technology to heal him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T'Challa's just like, no, hey, maybe we can find a a, a middle ground and we can heal you. We can save you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then he says, like, such a dark line. That that line was epic. It was kind of, it was kind of epic, but he was just like, he just says, He's like, what, so you can, you know, imprison me, put me in jail, lock me away for the rest of my life? And he was like, nah. He was like, I'm, he was like, when I die, I want you to throw me in the ocean. Because my ancestors knew, you know, it was better to die than be in bondage. And then he pulls out his or his knife. Yeah, the knife that was keeping him. Yeah, and, wow. and then he dies and, you know. And to me, I feel like that character... Is the truest Marvel villain, I guess, because he never wavered from his uh, badness, you know, or his never mission. Gave into it. Yeah, like because Loki, he he was the uh, like people like Loki. Loki is that guy. True. But now after this, like Loki, kind of is a wish washy about being evil. Like he's not really evil. He's just kind of looking out for number one. Mm-hmm. Killmonger has a mission, sets out to do it, and if he doesn't get it done, there's no. Trying to find the middle ground. Right. It's like I'm. It's it's over for me. Whatever. And uh, at that point, we have uh, Killmonger, not Killmonger, but T'Challa, realizing that it's time for the world to be seen, or for Wakanda to be seen by the world, and they uh, go to Oakland. Killmonger's home. Real quick. Real quick. So. When the whole battle at the end ended, mm-hmm. even b- between Black Panther and the uh, Gold Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Now, how how about the whole rhino scene where... Uh, I skipped that because I really didn't like the rhinos. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't like the rhinos. What? I'm sorry, but the rhinos to me just felt kind of corny. And I know a part of Black Panther's like iconic moments in Black Panther comic book have rhinos in them I, I understand that and it was a good display of how strong black panther is but no, i mean no i mean i'm not, not even the actual rhino i'm talking about the fact that the girlfriend um oh she's like about to kill wakabi yeah and wakabi's just like surrender herself yeah wakabi's like you would kill me my love and she's like for wakanda hell yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely and uh you know i, I felt like that was really it was really cool. You know, and I think women really are going to respond well to the Dora Milaje. Uh, you know, start shaving their heads for Halloween, getting tattoos. Probably. I might. I mean, <laughs> I mean, for Halloween, I'm probably going to be like either like, like T'Challa or Killmonger. You know, I have oh, my Dora Milaje playing. Yeah, uh-huh. You thought I was going to say, oh, I'm going to dress up, <laughs> I'm gonna dress up as Dora Milaje. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nah, right, confused. Whatever, a little confused. I'll do that. No. Nah. <laughs> Side eye, but you know, I think uh, it's a lot of cheers over, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think, um, yeah, this movie has so many elements that people are gonna love, yeah. And uh, I like at the end when they're in Oakland and he's saying he's gonna renovate some of these broken down places, mm-hmm. 
create outreach groups for science and, you know, give the youth something to, you know, latch on to. And, uh, you know, these these kids see T'Challa and his little his, his cool shit, and they're like, who are you? Mm-hmm. And the movie ends. And they have an after credit scene where he's had, he has a press conference. Mm-hmm. And he's basically talking to the press, the world, and, you know, he's saying, you know, like, Wakanda will now... You know, create outreach programs and help other people and provide resources available to to them. And they're just like, Wakanda will provide outreach programs yeah. and resources to the other people. Whatever, <laughs> resources to people. <laughs> and so, you know, and then this this like uptight dude is like, Oh, Wakanda is a third world country. What do you have to offer us? And then they look at each other and they're smiling. Everett, the mm-hmm. Ross, the one white guy that's been there. You know, that we know of is just like, you know, uh, they don't know. They're not knowing. And uh, he smiles, which I feel like should have been the actual ending of the movie. Right should, right at that point? That should have been the real ending of the movie. Shouldn't have been an you know, end credit sequence. Should have been like the last scene before they cut the black. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. But then it would have been two endings, I guess, with the kid being like, who are you? And mm-hmm. then cutting to him and press, UN press or whatever. Fair enough, yeah. But then the last credit sequence after credit sequence is Mm-mm. Bucky Cap's friend uh, isn't that the Winter Soldier? the Winter Soldier yeah I was gonna say AK Winter Soldier but I like blanked on his name uh, <laughs> shows up he wakes up his arm is missing he's confused he's actually not confused but he's kind of just chill and I'm guessing uh, Shuri has fixed his mind because that's why they froze him in the first place which was to recalibrate his brain from the brainwashing. Yep. And so now he's up. He's up and about, and he's like, what is this place? And she's like, sure, he's like, it's Wakanda, and there's so much more to show you. And then, yeah, end of crazy. scene. That's it. So now that we've really kind of just talked about Black Panther for an hour and 21 minutes, let's talk about, like, what we took away from it. Like, your, your favorite scenes. Um... My favorite scene, uh, definitely the chase scene. Mm. Um, you know, it's definitely a lot of Marvel analytics in it. Uh, car flips. You really don't get to, like, you, every pretty much all Marvel movies, you got the car flip. Fair enough. Um, then the technology advances, uh, it just, it just, more so, it, it, it gave the, the whole chasing all the way to the end gives you the whole aspect of somebody's always watching you and everything you do somebody whether whether you are who, who they perceive you to be or whether they're being judgmental whatever the case is somebody's always watching you and judging you perceiving you on your actions yeah and yeah and like I said earlier it's a lot about uh, identity you know or lack thereof a lot of people are defined by like you were saying, you know, how people are watching you, perceiving you, stuff like that. And sometimes that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, uh, Killmonger's character was very, I think he's the best villain, like, I've seen in a long time. So it's fair to say he, that he's the best character in the whole movie for you? He's the best character in the whole movie. Because he's compelling to watch. He's got a good reason to be the bad guy, sort of. And he thinks he's liberating Wakanda, so he's like one of those bad guys that thinks they're doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and that's always fun to watch. 
Any uh, special scenes for you that stuck out to you? One of my favorite scenes is all Killmonger stuff, to be honest. <laughs> like, like when he's fighting T'Challa and he's just like, you know, is this your king? You know, is, is really this trash dude? He's your king? I mean, he definitely brought America to Wakanda. Yeah, like, yeah like, hard. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean... Like hood rich, like you yeah. know. And what and, and what I was gonna say earlier, and I know before I mentioned that this was two movies, uh, in one. Is basically you know you have <laughs> you have T'Challa going after Claw. That should have been the first movie. He gets Claw, beats him. Second movie, you know, uh, Claw, you know, having. Been spared in the first movie. Teams that would kill Eric Killmonger, mm-hmm. and Killmonger has a big revelation for Black Panther, who's been resolved in the first movie as like his carrying out his father's legacy. Mm-hmm. And then Killmonger saying, "Hey, your father was kind of a bad dude. Like he killed my dad, who was his own brother, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, his son. So we're like blood and we're related. So it kind of feels like a sequel." To me, like that second half of the movie feels like a second movie on its own. So like, you feel like Killmonger should have his own movie? Really? If the, if Marvel if Marvel was ballsy, they could give Killmonger like a Netflix miniseries or something. Ooh. I would watch that. Yeah. Just like him, it wouldn't even have to be him doing anything like spectacular because all of his life is basically just real life. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just him in the it's just him in Oakland and then him in Iraq. And then him in other countries. You really could just show him in other countries, destabilizing countries and, you know, adding marks. Would you Would you think Marvel will uh, not necessarily use a Michael B. Jordan, but use that concept to come like up a with a series? Like yeah. a Killmonger show? But, I, but not, you know, not even maybe like Killmonger, but like, let's say in a series like, uh, make him like a 24 type character or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like just everyday living, all this other stuff. And then, the only way I would watch it, off to it. Yeah, the only way I would watch it if, if it's just Killmonger and he's just going every season to a different country, destabilizing it, and throughout each season he's like, or every episode he's like adding a mark to his body, and by the end of the show, he's got all the marks, and he finds, and he meets up with this dude named Claw, and he's like, hey, I got this, uh, you know, uh, hmm. I got this object that I found in this museum. It's got vibranium. Hmm. End of the show. Villainistic movie, and that would be and that'd be dope. I mean, if it was a show, you'd get a lot of mileage out of it because he had a lot of scars. Her, but turned turned villain. Yeah, he got a lot of scars. Yeah, he did, but it could be like a show where he's the bad guy, but he's the lead, like Breaking Bad or something. Like okay, like the whole show, he's just like you know each season because he has to enter a new country because that's what he would do. Yeah. He would go into new countries and he'd like I don't know befriend people, and you could just see by the end of the, the season he like. Betrays him and kills him. him. So that's what I do. Yeah, like this is my thing, and just you know, kills him, killmonger, you know. But uh, that's just because I like the character so much. But I know they would never do that. Fair, fair, (laughs) fair, fair, fair. Uh, Any uh, any parts of the movie that you uh relate to? Anything that just really like to? Oh, that's that's me right there. Well, well, like I said, when 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 Black Panther shows up again to fight Killmonger, Killmonger's just like, just hey, that, all that. this king shit is over. <laughs> all that fight for the crown shit is over. That's what I would have said. I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is over. 
Like, the fight's over. <laughs> Threw you <laughs> off a cliff. This is like, bro, just join they the squad. Gave me, they gave me this. And really, when you think about it, technically, Killmonger wouldn't even been, he wouldn't have even been imprisoned if they had a... Uh, if he stayed alive? Yeah, because all his actions were as king and they weren't against the rules. Everybody was following orders. So why would he be in prison? Yeah, so T'Challa would have had no right to be like, oh, I'm taking you to jail because I didn't agree with what you were doing. Right. So to me, that seems like kind of a flaw, and Killmonger didn't think that. I think that was way probably just to cut it off. Yeah, I was like, if I was Killmonger, I would have been like, no, I'm going to see this through. (laughs) 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 But to be real, like I feel like there was no way they were ever going to see eye to eye. Because, I mean, they they definitely would have had to take it back. Panther, power they would have took that, and but he would have been plotting to take over, like wherever. Do you do you do you feel they might bring him back? Yeah, in the comic books, he's brought back like several times, apparently. So I feel like even either in Infinity War, when somebody messes with one of the stones, time stones, mm-hmm. you know, uh, reality has changed, things happen a little differently. Mm. You know, like Killmonger gets spared and he gets his powers taken away. And, you know, he's held captive or, or some sort. Hmm. And audiences are like, wait, didn't he die? And so it could be a trippy thing where things aren't going to play out. Yeah, things didn't play out. So it's it's tricky because you, to make a sequel and he's still alive mm-hmm. due to an Avengers movie when not everybody sees previous Marvel movies, right. it's tricky. So I don't know if they, would, they, they could do that. So... I don't know. Food for thought. Yeah. What about what about you other than the car scene? Is there anything that you took away from the movie that was like profound? I mean, no, nah, just I think the whole just the script, the whole plot, storyline, everything was just well thought out. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, you could you could look at this movie on so many aspects versus like, you know, how we perceive the African heritage, how other people perceive the African heritage. How Africans look up, you know, look to us. It's so, a lot of good. There's a lot of good questions that this movie raises. I mean, I feel, but there's at the end of the day, I just feel there's no like set thing that you can be like. You know what? This movie's about you. And because yeah, at, the end of, like, at the end of the day, it's, it's about every, say, it's about a lot of it's about any culture. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like you said, the whole point, you know, even with the "Who are you?" line that everybody keeps saying is like not. There's not one person that's exactly the same in this world. Yeah. So it's like, who are you? What 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 are you gonna do to make things better? What are you gonna do? And that's to, what makes this movie like as a notch above other superhero movies. It's like the the hero at the end of the story is just like, Hey, we all need to come together and create a solution. We might not all we might have a lot of differences, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, we're just human beings. Yeah. You know, so let's just create a create a solution. I, like I thought that was, I thought that was pretty profound, as well as a, you know, uh, uh, the only thing I feel like it, that's the thing that's like exclusive to certain black people is like the Killmonger stuff. The character, yeah, like character's attributes, like his his uh, a lot of his anger, built-in frustration, anger at the world. Uh, resentment mm-hmm. with his father being taken away from him at a young age. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot about that that I, I feel like a lot of black men can relate to. Definitely. You know, uh, and then 
Oakland, friends dying and stuff like that. You know, somebody in Oakland probably watching this movie going like, yeah, yeah I kind of see where Killmonger's coming, yeah. <laughs> coming from, you know. But I like, I, I do like the way they presented it. Um, as far as, you know, as a black perspective, I'm sure every black person at the beginning, when they when they were in Oakland at the uh, first part, was, yo, hide the guns, da 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 mm. It was like, he's doing selling drugs. Like, this dude yeah. is a drug dealer. It's like, yeah. And we you you sit there and you see him and then you instantly like yeah now he, now here's something that I want to <laughs> bless you bless you thank you here's something interesting that I want to get into I've read a lot of Facebook comments and Twitter comments of people saying uh, Black Panther is just a superhero movie it's not like it doesn't have any deep messages like don't try to make it anything it's not trying to be me personally. I'm saying, why don't you sit down <laughs> and just accept that the the movie is affecting people mm-hmm. in a positive way? Like, why can't people like just accept that? Do you? It, I, you know what? It's the people. It's the people. It's people like that who make comments. Like, I saw one comment. Why do they have to use black people to make more money? And why do they, uh, you know? use the black heritage to make the white man richer. It's people like that who were like, instead of seeing the movie and take in and be acceptive, they have this shell around them and they always feel like they're defensive. Yeah. Like, and it, at a point, at a point in time, honestly, like you can't really, you gotta just show those people away. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, you can't really, you can't talk to those people because they're not going to listen to what you're talking and, and, about. And, and that's so kind of the, the sad part is like, no, like, Superhero movies, yeah, are superhero movies, but like the best superhero movies that affect people, like at the end of the day, they're about telling. You literally leave the movie. Oh, you're, you're le- yeah, you're leaving the movie with some moral thing that you're, you've learned or, or you at least have thought about. Mm-hmm. And I think this movie makes you really think about, you know, like the world, especially as it's, where it's at now, because mm-hmm. of, you know, what he says at the end where he's like, you know, the foolish build or the wise build. Bridges while the foolish build walls. Mm. It might have been reversed, but you know. And they said they shot this movie in like two thousand, early two thousand sixteen before oh, Trump. So it's just like it's a very timely movie, and you know I think uh, you know the unity aspect of it is so strong. Yeah. But I do feel like people that have said like, oh, it's just a movie or it's just a comic book movie, blah blah blah, like. They're just absorbing it on a like a one dimensional level. Yeah, like they're not even looking at li- like yeah. really taking in the plot. They're just saying, "Oh, cool explosions!" Yeah. yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Hey, now like Avengers: Infinity War, that's just gonna be a superhero movie." I'm not gonna learn a lesson from that movie right. other than, "Hey, if you work really hard and fail a lot of times, you can you too can get an Infinity Gauntlet <laughs> of your own." Buy some jewels from the jewelry store. Yeah, like that's the only lesson I think I can find, and that's not even a good lesson because the bad guy is the one teaching the lesson. Yeah, teaching that lesson, but I mean, it just—I don't know. I don't think I could talk. It's tough. It's tough these are the people we can't have conversations with. That's that's how I just put it simply. I'm not gonna can't waste my breath with stuff like that. Like, and then they're like, oh, uh, you know, uh, there are other. Black heroes and superheroes and stuff like that. Or you want to talk, make this a movement, and in real life, you know, people in Uganda are suffering. I'm like, bro, 
Come on. <laughs> you ain't sending no money over there. Yeah, like, come on. If you if you honestly sit here and watch this movie and say you can't relate to it whatsoever, something you were asleep. There's not, I don't think there's not one person, whether black, white, whatever race that can't relate to something that has happened in this movie. Yeah. Now, moving forward, I think the sequel is going to be interesting because... This first movie was him taking on the responsibility of opening up Wakanda's doors and letting people in. And now it's the inverse mm-hmm. of what he was uh, trying to do in the first place, which was, hey, we'll let people in. But now it's, okay, well, the people that come in through our doors might take... be bad, yep. you know, or they might bring their problems with them. Yep. And so how, and the, the, the sequel might be, hey, how do you differentiate? You know who's bad and who's good when they're all under your roof. Yeah. You know, and that is timely too because you know a lot of people are you know talking about immigration and stuff like that, and so that'll be tough. That like the whole Black Panther trilogy could just be king issues like a hey, real man, in real it, life. It, it might be the new root series. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, but but it's a great way to like explore. Like what we're talking about right now, what we're yeah. going through right now as a country, and like having somebody like that's like a, a king slash type presidential type yeah. who's having to deal with this stuff but handles it or ends up finding the right way. Definitely, definitely. You know, so like I'm curious to see what the sequel will be because it's going to be one hard to top Killmonger's bad guy. <laughs> Straight up. They, it's they, going to be a movie hard to top itself, man. Yeah, I was. Uh, it's. it's they got to bring some Fast and Furious people in on this one. Like. Yeah, like I, I literally can't think of a villain that could be like good because they used like his two of his biggest villains, Black Black Panther's villains, Claw, and killed both of and, them. Yeah, and killed both of them. So you know, it made the movie better. It definitely made the movie better. Well, but. do you think this is more of a way to open Black Panther into the New Age Marvel land? Because you know. More so, uh, you know, you got big Marvel uh, heroes. You got Thor. Mm-hmm. You got uh, oh yeah, Hulk, you know, oh yeah, like for that. sure. And Black then, Panther has now become an A-lister. Yeah, because like you know, Black Panther's only been featured in other movies, not necessarily been even a sidekick. Yeah, I hear you. You know, I hear you. He's he's definitely gonna be an A-lister after this weekend because because we're not finished yet. <laughs> yeah, like it might shatter. You know, even more records by the time we're finished with this podcast. Because right now, I believe he's at, what, 219,000? I mean, million, million, I'm sorry. Yeah, so it could keep going. It could keep skyrocketing because President's Day is tomorrow. And, you know, uh, people might just say, hey, let's just go see Black Panther. I'm definitely trying to do that. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't believe the hype. But it's just like, you get on that gravy train. I've heard people are like, oh, I haven't seen any ads of it. I've, I've, I haven't heard of Black Panther. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> go see it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's one you just really have to see to believe. Like, even me, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely going to see it twice. I, I know I missed some things. I might have to go see it a third time, but there's some things that I missed, and I really believe I'm still going to bring even more out of it. Oh, so, yeah, for second sure. Time, so. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think... Uh, I think that's it for the Black Panther movie discussion and recap. So, uh, yeah. Until next time, I hope you guys uh, hope you guys enjoy. Peace. Peace.